welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. episode of The Happy Writer, I'm going to talk about resurrecting a dead series. You may have a couple of books in a series that you published a while ago, but they're not doing very well. You have recently learned more about writing and self-publishing, and you can see all the things that went wrong. Or maybe you're planning to write another book in that series, and you're wondering if a series that is essentially dead can be resurrected. Because one of the really great things of self-publishing is that we can update the book after publishing. We can change the cover, the blurb or the main text of the book. We tend to think of the book as a static object, but that is a traditional mindset. We can easily make changes to our books after they have been published. Traditional publishers generally don't do this because they don't have the time or staff and they focus on their new releases anyway. We're not burdened in that way. But how should you do it? When should you do it? How much effort and money should you put into this? Or is it even worth doing? Of course, as with everything I say, the ultimate decision is up to you. But I will go through a couple of the considerations and talk about both my experience of doing this and having seen other people do this over the years. In the first place, it is extremely important that you realise what went wrong with the series. Were they your first books, and have you since learned a lot about publishing and writing? Did you publish a few books and then something else happened in your life, and you had no time to promote them or write any more books? Did you feel that you didn't understand the market, and you have a much better understanding now. Is there any aspect of the books not up to scratch? Those are all questions you have to consider. Often authors are unreasonably emotionally attached to their first books. I don't like the book as your baby metaphor, because the book is not your baby, but that's how some people are treating their first novels. They sweated over the book for years, they spent a lot of money on editing, They polished and polished again. But if we are too emotionally invested in our books, then this can cloud our judgment. It's not for nothing that seasoned writers in traditional publishing recommend that new writers put their first book in the trunk and leave it there. I think this is way harsher than it needs to be, but it often takes a number of years to see and admit that your first baby is, in fact, a very ugly baby. When this is the case, when a book has never sold well, it is surprising how many people like ugly babies, and you see major problems with it, you should probably leave it alone. I've rarely seen good results from people rewriting their earlier books. If you remember the earlier episode on book packaging, I talked about a book's premise. A premise is a very powerful determinator for whether people like a book. Readers will forgive 
an extraordinary amount of poor writing and other poor packaging choices if they like the premise. But if your book was in more or less the right category, had a reasonably decent but maybe not stellar cover, and you did a bit of marketing when you first published it, probably the premise doesn't appeal, and you're better just leave it and use your recent experience to write something new that's better targeted to a particular category or audience. Because of this, rewriting a book does not usually make it sell any better, unless there are really obvious and fairly easy things you can do. This is rarely ever the case. You were an inexperienced writer. The prose may be a bit clunky and the characters didn't resonate very well. You had no idea what point of view control was. The plot had some inconsistencies. This is stuff you can't fix without completely gutting the story. And let's be honest, a story about a chosen one type of character that you've been dreaming of since you were in primary school is not the stuff of bestsellers. It can do okay, but most readers have chosen one stories coming out of their ears. I mean, really. If you feel I'm talking directly to you, know that almost everyone has written a chosen one story that starts when the character wakes up and is orphaned, or chased from their families, or given an ancient artifact by a parent, or stuff like that. You get the gist. Get it out of your system, but if it doesn't sell, don't worry overly about spending big on sprucing it up. Because rewriting can, however, make the book worse, much worse. If you've had some readers who liked it, they will have loved the original feel and the raw, even if slightly unpolished, energy in the book. Rewriting kills that vibe stone-cold dead. It's rarely ever worth your time. But suppose you had a book that sold reasonably okay by your standards, and it has just gotten lost in the aspects of your life that have happened since you published it, and in particular, if you're planning to write a later book in the same series, then it can be worth freshening up the series. Be warned, you may need new covers, so it's unlikely to be cheap. It could be that in the time since you published, you have realized that you've targeted the wrong target audience. This often happens when writers first start out, because whoever ever has any idea what they're doing when they first start, and very few writers write their first book with a target audience and a subgenre in mind. You might need to repackage your book when you realize that it could be, for example, urban fantasy and isn't really paranormal romance, or if you think it might do better in adult fantasy than YA, and you repackage it for slightly older readers because they are easier to market to or you have found that people object to having too much sex and swear words in fiction directed to young people, even though young people are probably the most common users of those swear words anyway. Giving the books a new branding could be a useful exercise if the books form a coherent series that you can then use in marketing by, for example, making the first book free and giving it away. Back in 2014, I wrote a historical fantasy series that is based in a fictional universe that sounds and feels much like Western mainland Europe. 
You can literally replace my made-up names with real names from the map. There are ghosts and demons and magic, and I had originally planned to write something much closer to real history. But I also wanted a female character, and there was just so little written about influential women of that period. I packaged the books with people on the cover to indicate that they were female-focused historical fantasy. The cover designer is quite well known, and she is great, but the covers just didn't work on the books. A few years later, I repackaged the whole series, changed the series name from For Queen and Country to The Ghost Speaker Chronicles, and changed all the covers to reflect a more traditional epic fantasy feel. From the moment I did this, the book started selling better. I had already more or less written off the series as one that just didn't work, but after I put the first book in a free multi-author box set, a tactic I have also spoken about before, the book started selling quite well. I am still quite astonished by how good the sell-through is on these books. There are six in this series, and they're all fairly short, so they didn't take me terribly long to write. Recovering them was a successful enterprise, but it was successful primarily because I learned how to do my own covers, so they didn't cost me anything. If I would have had to pay another cover designer for six covers, I don't know if the picture would have been so rosy. For many people, the temptation would have been great to go for a more expensive cover designer. My original designer is very good. She does a lot of urban fantasy-type things with glowy hands and fire magic, and she is also very reasonably priced. Even I would have been tempted to go for much more expensive covers, but I didn't. I am saying this to underscore how important it is to keep an eye on your costs when recovering books. If you're seeing a clear problem with the targeting of the series and you're thinking a clear change of categories or changing the blurbs and making minor alterations to the covers can do it, then try it. But I would be extremely cautious against telling people to do a complete redesign of the series that is going to put you further into the hole. Unless it's a really important series and the gateway into your universe where there are other books that otherwise sell quite well, I honestly wouldn't bother. Of course, now some people are going to come up and say so-and-so did it and had great success. But you know, exceptions do not prove the rule. For every writer that has successfully done this, I can show you hundreds who spent a great amount of money and it simply didn't work. Their series had sunk too far into the hole, their rewrites of first chapters simply broke whatever already appealed about those books, or bluntly, the premise never drew large amounts of readers anyway. You can never know in advance whether it will work. Don't spend money you can't afford. In fact, if the books have never sold enough to pay for the new covers, leave them alone and try some ads first. Let well enough alone. The only situation where I wouldn't hesitate to recommend a rebrand is if you wrote one or two books in the series and were taken away from writing by life events. You got a really busy job, you got a divorce, 
you or one of your family members went through a period of illness. Now, a few years later, you have come back to writing and you've got two books of an unfinished series in your account and you can see all kinds of things wrong with the presentation. You want to write a third or fourth book, but you have to fix these first. If those first books sold okay when they first came out, go ahead. If you feel it's worth it, it's worth taking the books down and giving them a complete facelift. Then you can republish them together as if they were new books. If a lot of people bought the book in its previous incarnation, you can put that the book was originally published as a different title, but if it's a few years ago, it's not likely that terribly many people will buy the book for a second time anyway. Should you take the books down and republish, or simply update the files? It's up to you. If you're going to take the books down, you will lose all your reviews. You may say good riddance. Or there may be hundreds that you don't want to lose. Your book will be treated as a new release, which can have benefits, especially if there are other books in the series, and you have the new book on pre-order. I've done both and haven't seen much of a difference. However, if there was a print or audiobook associated with the original title, I'd lean towards updating the file. Print books with an ISBN will never be taken down. Audio can be hard to get taken down. On Amazon, their listing prefers newer versions, so older ones get buried in the catalogue. Separate titles, when you republish, will always show up on your author page. So, in summary... If you're trying to resurrect an existing series, be really careful about the money you spend. Other than a copy edit to get all those typos that the readers were mentioning earlier, it's not worth spending a lot of time or money rewriting the text. What can sometimes do wonders is simply lopping off the first and second chapter. Many new writers tend to ramble too much about the stuff the readers need to know before they start the story proper. This is insanely boring and can stop people from reading your book. Really, the readers don't need to know all this crap. Start with the story, feed in the backstory later, but you will find that most of it you can simply leave out altogether. Whatever you do, don't spend too much money on rebranding a book unless, and only unless, they sold quite well when you published them years ago and you now have a third book in the series ready to go. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen.com.